Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. As always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Hola. Hola. Thank you guys for liking them, subscribing, clicking the little bell icon. You know, all that classic stuff that podcasters and YouTubers tell you to do. We do appreciate that. Just do that for us as well. So, um, And if you want to take it one step further, you can become a patron of the show and check out patreon.com slash nerds with friends help uh, support us give us some little shekels we do appreciate that as well today we're talking about freaking doctor strange and the multiverse of a madness excited hell yeah hell yeah uh we've been waiting for this movie for a while i think it was originally supposed to come out in like february um and now it just came out here at right after Cinco de Mayo. Um, so pretty exciting stuff. Um, we'll give our kind of spoiler-free version first. Um, so if you haven't seen it, you can listen to that and kind of get our baseline opinions on it. Then after that, we will go into full spoilers, what it means for the future of the MCU, what it means for the future of all characters involved, and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, too. So pretty exciting stuff. Uh, before we do that, let's do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. Christian, why don't you lead us off? My nerdy confession is I just started and finished uh, the Pentaveret by uh, I watched it too. Mike Myers. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I missed funny Mike Myers stuff. The only thing for me is, is like I've heard so many stories of Mike Myers being like a garbage person in real life. Mm. Where it's kind of like, ah, should I be enjoying it? I mean, he hasn't done it. I mean, no Louis C.K. moments. You know, he wasn't fucking pulling his dick out in front of people. But I've heard stories of like... Well, like how Dr. Evil was was basically Dana Carvey's yeah. Lauren Michaels impression. Yeah, and it's like, you know, he just straight up ripped it and like never addressed it. And I think Dana Carvey's even told him a couple of times, like, hey, yo, man, like, that was mine. That was mine. And... Right. Yeah, that's why they never... <laughs> <laughs> it's like why they haven't worked together since like Wayne's World and yeah. stuff like that. And you know, obviously, that would put a riff, you know, in some guy in a friendship. You know, mm-hmm. you're just stealing someone's bit and not addressing it. Yeah. And I've also heard stories of like someone seeing him at a bar. He's like, "Hey, Mike, I love your movies. Let me buy you a drink." And he's like, "I can buy my own fucking drinks." And as I get to him, he's like, "Dude, like, you might might have caught him at the end of the night on that yeah. one." <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's just it's, it's it sucks when you hear those stories, and particularly like growing up, I loved all those movies. You know, um, Wayne's World was amazing. Yeah. So I married an axe murderer. So I married an axe murderer. Classic. Also great. 
Um, and like the first two Austin Powers, like I know they probably didn't age well because they've been copied so many times. But man, when those first came out, yeah, those were fucking great. Hilarious. Yeah, and not to mention Shrek. You know, yeah, one of the biggest animated franchises of all time. Um, I watched a Pentaverd as well, um, and I was not a fan of it mostly. Really, I didn't. I only laughed one time, and it was when Shrek came up, and it was obviously voiced <laughs> by Mike Myers. I'm like the ogre of whatever that town yeah, was. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. But man, I just I just thought so many of the jokes were just like super stale and like not funny. Ma- I, I liked uh, Keegan Michael Key. I thought he was great. What two episodes? Yeah, then- two episodes. You know, a little little spoiler alert. I mean. It's, comedy show but um and, and then um yeah i don't know it was just it just felt like really dated comedy like it, he hadn't you know you expect the first thing from him in in quite some time to be like really fresh and exciting and it was just like oh these are these feel like jokes from 2001 and maybe that's why i liked it man because yeah. i mean maybe he just went to stuff that worked back then it still worked on me yeah uh i, I could imagine not being everyone's cup of tea but i i enjoyed it i uh, uh, there was another part i liked is when they came from canada to the united states and it went from like it went from like 4.3 aspect ratio to 19 by t- 1920 <laughs> or whatever and um or 16 by 9 i should say and um and then everything got like HD. They're like, oh, it is clear over here. And he's like looking at his hands and stuff. That was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, man, I I don't know. I was I was really hopeful because the premise is really funny. I I really liked uh, some of the characters, like when he played the Australian guy, who was <laughs> yeah. obviously like um what's his name, Bill O'Reilly, or just like a mixture of all these like Fox News people. Right, right. Um, the Russian guy had one bit, and it was always the same thing. He sounded funny when he said things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I really like the conspiracy. You need to fuck us. Yeah. He's like, what? He's Russian. Oh, okay, cool. He's like, focus. He means focus. He oh. means focus, yeah. You know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was just I was a little bit let down by that. But I'm glad you liked it. The American um, conspiracy guy I liked as well. He, yeah. I don't the know. one who was like mostly him with no makeup. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, again, I can understand why it's not everyone's cup of tea, but, yeah. but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it's worth checking out, you know, watch an episode or two, see if it's for you. It is, you know, at the end of the day, it is Mike Myers doing the classic Mike Myers thing, playing a bunch of different characters. So, you know, maybe you'll have a little bit better, um, better time with it than I did. But, yeah. What's her name was really hot, too. I forgot her name. Oh, my God. The Canadian girl? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what her name was, but she was hot. (laughs) Um, also, that was another thing, like the whole Canadian thing, like they weren't even doing good Canadian accents. It was a boot. Yeah. For her, it can be forgiven because yeah, yeah. you know, again, slight spoilers. turns out she's not actually Canadian, like in the show at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I was like, Oh, these, these are the worst impressions of Canadians ever. And Mike Myers is Canadian, you know? I thought his were good. I mean, I've met too many Canadians, but anyway. Well, glad you liked it. I hated it, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, my nerdy confession um, this week, uh, this past week, was Warhammer Fest, which is um, generally a time of year where uh, there's like four days, I think, of um, of Games Workshop re- like announcing new shit that's coming out. How much right? money did you spend? <sighs> <laughs> so, um, so I. I 
you know, I saw all these new announcements and like the stuff isn't coming out like it's, you know, it's coming out in like a month or something, you know, it like it releases gradually, but these were the announcements, right? It's kind of like, kind of like Comic-Con for, uh, for Warhammer stuff. And, but it, 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 something about it just kind of got me in the mood, you know? <laughs> so I went to my, uh, uh, Warhammer store, shout out to Warhammer store, Los Gatos, California, uh, went and hung out with, uh, Louis, the man. Jesus, Los, Los Gatos? Yep. Fuck. That's the close, well, that's the closest, well. It's not true. There's one in Union City, but they've been closed since middle of COVID. Because the way those stores work is there's one employee in every store, and it's just the manager. And so they were closed for so long, that guy was tired of not getting paid, I guess. And so he found another job, and so they have not found a replacement. So That's three hours away, Los Gatos? No, no, it's 45, 50 minutes. Oh, really? Oh. It's San Jose, basically. It's like the It's like the rich part of San Jose. Got it. Yeah. You mean the richer part of San Jose, I guess? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, San Jose is so big. There's, like, there's def- – I mean, it's expensive everywhere, but there's definitely poor people. But Los Gatos is, like, that's where all the Ferraris are. There used to be a Ferrari Lamborghini dealership there. Um, it's real bougie downtown area. Anyway, um, yeah, I went and saw uh, my boy Louie down there. He's a real nice guy. And I went down there when they were ground reopening, and that store had, like, a water damage. Um, where like their roof caved in from rain or something like that. So they had to get it remodeled. And um, I went down there during the grand opening, talked to the manager. He's a really cool dude. And so whenever I'm down in the area, um, you know, visiting my dad or something like that, I'll, I'll try to stop by. And uh, you want to you want to take a guess at how much money I spent on? 400 Oh, thank God I didn't spend $400. I spent $230. Okay. Um, yeah, and I... The main thing, um, I got this um, this one thing. Let me see if I can find a quick picture of it. Um, they had this really cool uh, art piece there, where where it was um, it was like a print, you know, a nice um, nice nice colorful um, art print of this uh, old book cover. I think it was the Codex for the Sisters of Battle. Um, and they had they had them like lined up there, and I was just like, "Oh fuck, I need to get this." Um, here, this is it. If it, oh come on, give me some high res. Close enough, I suppose. Um, and so I, uh, I got I got one of those, and I I was pretty pretty juiced about it. Um, and oh, of course, it doesn't want to open. Um, I'll just switch it over here. But uh, it was pretty sweet. It's um, this piece right here of the Sisters of Battle, kind of like with the one head head honcho lady, kind of looking over, looking over the battle. Here's a little bit closer view, and it's just like super old school, super eighties, super eighties fantasy. Um, and this is John Blanche, who he did a lot of the um, a lot of the like original 40k art and stuff like that. And so I got that. It was like 50 bucks, but I was like, ah, it's so cool. It's kind of worth it. Um, and yeah. you know, and then I got Abaddon, the, the spoiler, who's like the head guy of the chaos space Marines. Um, and then I got this really cool whimsical, um, what was it called? Like, it's called like a Sylvaneth Revenant or something like that. Um, but really, really cool models. And, you know, they're not really, they're not really something I would necessarily play in like an army or something, but, um, they're definitely like, 
cool um freaking oh this is this is an interesting thing um definitely cool display piece for sure so this is uh abaddon here um and uh you can see he's got like sick ass like power sword big old razor claws and shit like that um I liked him a lot, and then the, the Sylvaneth one—I don't—I don't recall what it was called, but but um, it's like they're like tree elf people kind of thing. So well, ants. And, well, th th yeah. So they do have some ants kind of in their in their uh, crew, I guess you would call it, um, in their faction. Um, but they're also—I I don't know enough about them. I'm sure um, I don't even know how to spell Sylvaneth. Um, what is it called? Revenant. Well, English major. Well, it's a made-up word, okay? <laughs> um, fuck yeah. <laughs> Google's got my back. They fucking... They know. Um, yeah, they were... Uh, it's just... Oh, that's a cool piece. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like... It's got this, like, uh, horn that he's playing, and he's got these, like, vines coming up and stuff, and there's, like, a little beetle at the top that's hatching out of his crown kind of thing. So... I thought it was a pretty cool looking piece that I can really go wild and put like some, you know, vines and shit like that on the bottom. So pretty excited. excited. So, and then I got some like limited edition stuff too, because I spent so much money. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's fun, fun Warhammer, Warhammer uh, weekend for Dude, me. Dude, if that guy gets commissioned every time you come in, he's like, fuck yeah, I'm about to hit my quota. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty slow day, but it was, I went in on, on Mother's Day, so there was like no one in the store. So I was just ch chit chatting with him for like an hour kind of thing. And um, yeah, it was, you know, I, I was probably one of the bigger sales there. I, the only other guy that came in while I was there was this guy who was, who was asking for like some free giveaway thing that they wanted. <laughs> like, okay, cool. A negative customer. Yeah, you're like, get out of here, man. <laughs> you're Fuck just you. costing us money. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, it's a fun time. So I'm excited. I can imagine some little kid coming in. He's like, "Oh, do you guys have these bros?" He's like, "Get out of the fuck out of here! Get, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Come back with your mom's credit card." <laughs> um, big announcement for uh, for the Warhammer Fest though is um, that they're coming out with a new Horus Heresy box set. Um, and for anyone who's anywhere near interested in Warhammer, um, Horus Heresy is like this big event that took place like ten thousand years ago, where the emperor of mankind, who's like the leader of humankind, as you would assume from his title, <laughs> um, he uh, he makes these like superpowered demigod sons, um, and he's got like eighteen of them, and the Horus Heresies where one one of them breaks off and goes against the emperor, and so it's like nine versus nine kind of thing, um, and they it's always had its well it's had its own game for a while. Um, but they came out with a new edition and a bunch of new models for that that are all plastic now, which is cool because historically that game was made with like resin models, which are a little harder to deal with. So I'm sure, Fabian was on the show. She'd be losing her mind with you. Yeah, I know. I already, <coughs> I already sent her that uh, picture. She was like, "Oh my god, so sick." I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." Cool. All right, are you dying? I please hope not. Please don't die. Um, <laughs> let's uh, since we got a little time before our break. Let's do our spoiler-free uh, review of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, before the break. That way, people have a nice, clean cutoff time if they haven't seen it. Like a good shite. So, white piece. yeah, so why, um, what did you think overall, and, you know, is it worth seeing? I mean, to me, it was a winning combination. I know, like, 
when because I had seen it Thursday and then I went to go watch it with Code and he was like, "How was it?" I was like, "I really liked it." I didn't want. That's to- one of those things where when your voice goes really high, I really liked it, and you're like, "Oh fuck, it's so shitty, it's I, no, so bad." To me, I did not want to taint because we went with with other friends. I didn't want to taint anyone's view on it because sometimes I know, like, if Cody tells me, "Oh, I hated this movie," I'm gonna go in probably disliking it because your opinion, like, you know, weighs heavy. And I'm like, all right, when we have, yeah. other than me liking shitty movies, we have similar tastes in like movies. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't want to affect anyone else's opinion. And also, there was some great stuff, since we're doing no spoilers, and I didn't want even to hint of anything of yeah. that. So I didn't want to give, because had I been like, fucking loved it, then you might have been expecting something. And I was like, all right, right. I went in and not knowing. I, I wanted everyone else to go in with that zero expectation. Um, for me, it was a winning combination. I love Sam Raimi, um, and I love Doctor Strange is one of my favorites next to um, Spider-Man. So to yeah. me, one of my favorite directors doing, you know, one of my favorite characters is like, fuck, like, yeah. to me it was amazing. And Yeah, you really lucked out where Sam Raimi has done two of your favorite characters. Yeah. You know, it's so, like... <laughs> so for me, it's just like, all right, it's... I mean, I can't be too mad. I got the Russo brothers doing freaking Captain America and then Taika Waititi doing Thor. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, we've been, uh, we've been eating good. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry for anyone who loves the Eternals. <laughs> Uh, it was just funny because I, I just, saw Chloe Zhao's other movie though the the one. What was like an indie film, right? Yeah, it was an indie film about like um, what's her face. Uh, I want to say Sissy Spacek, but I don't know if that's right. And dude, like I doesn't get matter. It, but I get it. She's from, like homeless. Like I, from like a like a studio execs, you know, point of view. I get it. Like sometimes you give these directors who haven't done a big blockbuster movie. Well, Taika Waititi's a very good example. And they kill it. You know, yeah. James Gunn, you know. James Gunn, yeah. Also killed Guardians before that. What was he doing? Like that superhero movie with he did, uh, like Rain Slither, Wilson. Slither and then. Um, Which I love. What was the other one called? It was James called like Gunn. Super. Maybe it's just called Super. Yeah, you're not, not Super 8, no. No, just Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, Rain, with Rain Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Like the superhero guy. Yeah, yeah, like that. Or, you know, you got your, um, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Dead Alive. Man, and, they gambled on that guy, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Frighteners, which again, <laughs> I love Frighteners. I love Dead Alive or Brain Sure, Dead. you know, they're, they're cool cool movies, but like, they are not Lord of the Rings. No, but and Lord, what did Lord of the Rings do? It fucking killed it, dude. It like, changed cinema forever. Yeah. yeah, it did. So I get it from like, you know, to have her in Eternals. They're probably like, maybe it's going to be one of those that pays off. And well, it, if you look at it this way too, like, I mean, Sam Raimi obviously has done. He did the first two Spider Man, or did he do all three? I think he did all three. Yes, he did all three. Oh, oh yeah, because he had I, Bruce Campbell, and Bruce Campbell was gonna right, right. Anything Sam Raimi touches, you're guaranteed Bruce Campbell's gonna be right. In it. And I, I will say, um, so he he's no stranger to big budget, but this is the first time he's tried his hand at uh, the MCU and An official MCU. Yeah, yeah, and this is the first time he's done a movie in like nine years or something. And I will say this. Without giving anything away, we'll, we'll obviously talk more about it later. But th- there are some definite Sam Raimi-isms oh, in, yeah. in this movie. And if, if you're a fan of that, and I, it was probably one of my favorite, like, shot Marvel movies, you know, like, cinematography-wise. Because he has a very distinct style. Lots of, like, Dutch angles and stuff yeah. like that where it's, like, tilted and, and, you know, zooming in on people's face and a stuff like that. A lot of like the that. perspective of the... 
villain. Or, right, right, you know. right, right. Yeah, very, very cool stuff. Um, and some little jump scare type stuff. Nothing too crazy. Like, I, I remember when we, they announced it, I think it was at Comic-Con. They're like, this is going to be the scariest MCU movie ever. And I mean, they're not wrong. But it's but it's not a scary movie, and that was my thing because it kept getting billed as a horror movie, horror movie. Yeah, and I was and I had even told you before we watched this, like it's not going to be a horror no, movie. No, 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 no. And, yeah. it, and it was. It had some horror elements. But yeah, I would. It's about as much of a horror movie as an MCU movie could be. Right. You know. And like I was saying, I was like, I wish they had just given him the R. And like, yeah. I mean, he did what he could with the PG thirteen, and in fact, some people are already fucking complaining. Um. Obviously, there's these parents that don't do their research who don't know Sam Raimi and what he's about and what he does, but they were complaining, like, oh, it was too much for a PG-13 movie. Hey, bring it up with the MPAA, you know? Yeah. That's, that's not Sam Raimi's fault. They gave me some guidelines. I followed yeah. that motherfucker yeah. to the T. Yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't even say fuck. Not yeah, even once. Not once. <laughs> you gave me, uh, you gave me, you know, some guidelines, and I, I, I stayed yeah. my ass in there. So. Yeah, exactly. I stayed in lines, just barely, but I'm in there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a good movie. It, it wasn't without a couple of little faults here and there, but overall, like it's to me, it's definitely a return to form for the MCU movies. Because if you think about it, Spider Man, Spider Man sits on its own little island, you know, because it's it's Except half when he joins into it's half Sony, half MCU. Yeah. Like it definitely has the MCU feel to it. But there's also Sony people involved in it too, right? So it's kind of its own thing. But if you take that out of the equation, we've had, you know, all the, uh, you know, the Disney Plus shows, which have been kind of hit or miss, honestly. Like, you know, some of them better than others. Some of them just like kind of boring. Um, And then same thing with the movies. You know, we've had the Eternals, Black Widow, and it's just like those have been the, the only phase four movies we've had so far i think i mean if you're not counting, oh shang chi shang chi's definitely Shang-Chi. phase four but if you're not counting uh no way from home then yeah 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 so it you know this is this is the first the first if you if we're taking spider-man out of the equation because it kind of is phase four but kind of not depending you know if you've seen spider-man you kind of know the ending has some ramifications but you know who knows um but if you take out that one then Phase four has been kind of lackluster so far, you know? Um, so it was nice to see kind of a good Marvel movie come in. But, there, yeah, people are complaining about it. But I'd say I've, I've listened to some of, some of the complaint reviews and stuff like that, and um, they seem a little unfounded from what I've heard. But, if, you know, obviously everyone's got their opinion. But um, I think it was definitely worth the watch. A lot of fun. Lots of cool, you know, fun stuff, which we'll get into in the spoiler section as far as, like, cameos easter eggs things like that um i mean i'm willing to watch it a third time so. yeah it, it's a sam raimi movie so you know if you if you're a fan of evil dead or the spider-man spider-man 2 especially i thought was a really good sam raimi movie you yeah, know they were both good with, with the with the doc ock and stuff third one was i mean but third was yeah third. third one was a whack <laughs> um but yeah, it was it, it, overall very good experience um, and and a fun movie. So I think everyone should watch it. Um, but um, I'm sure if you've stuck around this long, you're probably ready for some spoilers. So we're gonna take a quick little break, and when we get back, we're gonna spoil the shit <laughs> out of Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. We'll be right back.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. All right, guys. We're about to get into some deep spoilers for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, so let's get into it. Let's. I think we should talk first, first and foremost about, well, let's give a little plot overview. All right. That's probably a good thing, right? So um, opens up, Doctor Strange is just having this dream of him with a ponytail and this young girl who is uh, America Chavez, um, and they're running through like this cool, like I don't know, what would you it, it, like this quantum realm, different, like different dimension type deal, like a like the space in between the parallel universes. Yes, we find out that it is space in between universes, and we got America Chavez, who's kind of the new uh, younger hero that they're involving in this one, um, and then we see he's being chased by some spirit monster thing, demon whatever and he's trying to reach this this book at on this pedestal and he he finds out that he's going to um the only way to get there is to steal america chavez's powers which we find out she can travel through dimensions she punches holes into dimensions in the shape of a star which is uh i guess why they call her america chavez um also went by miss america for a while um and he, he decides the only way, you know, in the vast calculus of the multiverse is the only chance, you know, which is a cool line that he's said <laughs> before, right? Um, he said it in No Way Home. And, um, but then she, like, opens up a portal, gets sucked through, and he, and he like, does one last redemption thing and saves her, but gets killed. Yeah, because he was about to suck her powers. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it was kind of nice to see him. He's got the one one little redemption thing scene at the end of that. And then you see our Dr. Strange wake up all sweaty from a dream. And I, I love that one too. Cause it was that classic Sam Raimi, uh, like camera flip where it starts upside down and yeah. spins around. It was so cool. Um, and, uh, so eventually, you know, uh, Dr. Strange is going to what's her faces, uh, Rachel McAdams uh, wedding to a different guy. And it's interrupted by freaking an alien monster, Shumagorath. Yeah, which we're not 100% because no one said his name, but it uh, it looks a lot like him. So here's you, – you want, you want some, some freaking uh, – what's it called? Some, I don't know, inside info. Okay, so here's a picture of the monster on the left here. That's the one who appears in, to, in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. The one on the right is what that monster is def- uh, labeled as in like the credits or as a toy or something, which is Garganton or something like that. Yeah, I mean, who I get- is a bad guy in the Marvel universe? But if if we look at actual Shumagorath, well, uh, um, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like what you see is more classic Shumagorath in 
right. the comics, what you see in the movie. So here, but, here's here's Shumagorath on the left in the in the comics. Here's Gargantuan or Garganton or whatever his is name is. That actually on the video, so can yeah. people see that? Okay, people so, can see that. Now my, my thing is like it's so, small, but you know, sorry guys. <laughs> so it's, on the left is what he looks like in the comics, which right. is what he looks a lot like in the movie. A lot of people remember him from Marvel vs. Capcom, too. right? Right, right. But like he's a bigger villain. He would not have been, been the first fight and been defeated that easily. So that's when. When uh, we're already doing so, so, yeah, when they beat him, which was awesome, and the way that he did it was awesome, um, I was just like, oh, it can't be him because it wouldn't have killed him off so, so soon. So he, here's here's uh, the commonly accepted consensus is um, sh- the name Shumagorath, Marvel actually doesn't own the rights to that right now. Huh. It's I forget where it's it's like. Was it with, with Sony? It's held by some other studio tied into another uh, into another IP. It's like, I think there's a name of someone in like Conan the Barbarian named Shumagorath. It's not the same character. It's not the eyeball monster. But because that name is trademarked under Conan, they can't use it. It, it was something weird like that. That's so stupid. It is stupid. So obviously they they were trying to do like a in between. I don't think, I don't think we will ever see a movie where actual Shumagorath is the main villain because, you know, it, it's hard to make one of these MCU movies with a big, you know, kaiju monster that doesn't speak or, you know, does telepathy or whatever. So it it it, it was supposed to be Shumagorath is okay. is what it was. So um but it was a cool scene for sure. Um, you know, and we get to see uh uh Doctor Strange and now Wong, who is the Sorcerer Supreme, you know, kind of battling it out. And one thing I really liked about this movie was that we actually get to see Doctor Strange use some different spells. Oh yeah, he uses more darker magic. Like yeah. he's summoning demons and stuff. Right. Which is more classic to the comics which um I, I loved the first movie but it was like it was definitely Everything was like, "Oh, we're just making gold stuff." Yeah. And it's like, "Nah, Doctor Strange does some dark shit." Yeah, he like, can do he, some weird like you know, it's magic, so there's really not not a lot of limitations to it. Um so anyway, he's introduced to America Chavez and um He's like, oh, we need to figure figure this out. Um, I I have um, you find out that like your dreams are um, glimpses into the multiverse, into other other versions of yourself throughout the multiverse, which is kind of a cool concept. And then he was like, I I, I know someone who could help us out. Let me go visit Scarlet Witch, and <laughs> she basically immediately is evil. Yeah. Um, she, um, and she was the one who sent Shumagorath after. America because she wants to get herself into one of the other universes where her kids actually exist, Wiccan and Speed, um, or Billy and Bobby or whatever the fuck their regular names are. Um, and so she wants to suck out uh, America's powers and use it so she can go kill another version of herself and replace them. And just live there. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously pretty evil. Um, one complaint I've heard from a lot of people is that like this totally negates all the character growth she went through in WandaVision. Okay, I've heard that multiple times as well. Right. But Why is that incorrect? It's incorrect because she has the dark hold and it corrupts whoever uses it. And I feel like people gloss over that part. Yeah, that was so like the much. end credit scene of WandaVision. Yeah, I mean, not only that, but you can see, um, I forgot, Agatha. You can see Agatha. Agatha like in her backstory, the quick little flashback. She didn't seem all that evil. Like... Right, you know, she she yeah, she did suck all these other witches' powers, but to be fair, they were trying to kill her. Right, 
And, you know, what is she like after the dark hole? She's evil and she wants to suck, uh, you know, sucker stuff. She wants to suck some stuff. Sucker stuff. <clears throat> so I think that's the yeah, part. Yeah, the dark hole, you know, is kind of like the Necronomicon, Book of the Damned, whatever, in, in the Marvel Universe. Um, and, yeah, it, it taints you. Like, that's the whole point. Um, and so, yeah, you know, and we do see her with it at the end of WandaVision. So I don't think – I think – you know, WandaVision was kind of like the fake reality that Wanda set up for herself in that, where it's yeah. like, we're like, oh, she's better now. She's over it. And it was like, no, that's that's all a twist on reality. Yeah. She's just gone deeper and crazier. Also, I don't think it negates her growth. I mean, if you think about yeah. everything she's gone through, she lost her brother, yep. and she came over that. She got over it because she realized, okay, it wasn't actually Stark. Weird coping <clears throat> mechanism, falling in love with a robot, but... Yeah, <laughs> to each her own. And then what happens to her? Her her husband dies, and she had to do it. You know, she had to take twice, the, um, right? twice. Yeah. She had to take the gem out of him. <clears throat> she gets kids that she loved that she thought were hers, although those were just she actually just made up. She didn't pull them from another dimension. Right. Um. So yeah, she's gone through a lot of shit. Sometimes people do a lot of fucking wacky yeah. shit. Like, and particularly and then after that, you get the dark hold. Like, yeah, I don't think it negates any of her uh, any of her growth. At yeah, the end. and it doesn't necessarily make her a bad person. It's obviously the Darkhold corrupting her. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it lessens any of the stuff she's done as an Avenger no. or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's you know she's having a rough time. <laughs> it is permanently that time of the month, you know? Oh, <laughs> um, and so uh, Doctor Strange and Wong... Bring uh bring America to uh what's it called Kung Lung? It's not Kung Lung. That's a that's a, that's a Iron Fist. Yeah. No. Yes. Or was that? I think it was Kung Lung. Or maybe you're right. No, because Danny Rand said it a fucking million times. <laughs> um, it brings him to the like the um, the main sanctum where where Doctor Strange learned to be a sorcerer and stuff, and she just fucking wrecks everybody. That's one part where um, it I wouldn't I what I say bugged me. I think that's one part that I thought could have been done better. Um, yeah. Yes, she is very strong, um, but so is Doctor Strange. I would have preferred if they were almost equally matched, but at the end she just overpowered him. It seems to me it felt a little weird that like this whole school of a bunch of sorcerers yeah. weren't able to stop her when um, for a while Doctor Strange went toe to toe with Thanos with like five uh, Infinity Stones. So it's like, and then again, yeah, she almost beat Thanos too. But that part to me is like they like all these sorcerers like they're all the majority of them are masters and like they couldn't yeah. pull her off a little bit longer. It did seem a little bit too too easy, but you know. Yeah, thing. it was a little thing. I mean, it, it that's one of those things that's kind of hard to convey. You know, it's very hard to choreograph a big CGI fight scene where you want to make it seem like they're even, but then also have her be a threat the entire time, yeah. right? Like Thanos goes through and like just destroys people and whole planets and stuff for the longest time. And then, and then you want to build tension by have him have have a harder time with certain people, kind of thing, to show that glimmer of hope. So it's like it's a tough thing, and and I kind of <laughs> forgave that. Um, I did really like when they like trapped her in like the mirror universe or whatever the mirror that little, dimension, that little trap. Yeah, um, and she like comes out kind of like the girl from the ring, all yeah. like contorted and stuff. Um, 
very creepy vibes um, with her like escaping and like murdering all these people and stuff. Um, and eventually, so America and Strange escape to a different universe, to universe Earth was eight, eight three eight or something like or that. eight one eight one six I don't know eight three six. Well, six one six is uh, is yeah, the main the MCU main universe. Which was kind of cool that they named it that, even though the MCU and the comic book universe are actually different. Yeah. Um, it could have been like 617 or something like that, but <laughs> whatever. And um, the I'd say one of my bigger complaints about the movie is that I wanted a little bit more multiverse universe hopping. Um most of the movie just took place in two universes. Yeah, 616 and whatever. And 838 or whatever. And then a little bit in... Um, that one that was falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted a little bit more. And we see that scene where, like, they're, they're tra- getting transported and, like, they turn into paint. They turn into black and white. They turn into cartoons that looked very yeah. similar to the What If cartoons. Yeah, I yeah. That was cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, so we saw a little bit of that. But I would have, I would have loved, like a little bit longer scene where like they sp- they're they're running through and then she's opening another one and running through and then opening another one. Yeah, but at you that know. point she didn't have control or she didn't That's know true. she had control of her That's powers. True. Yeah, but yeah. I did love that they actually went through hell. <clears throat> and uh you know some other ones that were like could have been something else. I don't know. Like uh, a, like Savage Lands kind yeah. of, but it could have just been dinosaur earth. You yeah, know, we don't know. Um yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. It was definitely uh I mean Everything in this movie looked amazing. You know, all the CG and stuff looked fantastic, I thought. Um, and then, yeah, they end up in eight th- Earth 838. Um, they see a statue of, you know, Stephen Strange who gave his life protecting Earth from Thanos or whatever. And they're like, oh, shit, I'm dead in this universe. <laughs> um, but then he gets captured and brought to a very famous building in the Marvel Universe. Well, actually, we don't know if it was the Baxter building. They said it. Well, she said she works for the Baxter Foundation. Oh, that's But we true. don't know if that building was necessarily oh, the okay. Baxter building. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he like gets uh, basically he gets uh, drugged by Mordo, who is like his mortal enemy. But in this <clears> one, he <throat> seems slightly cooler, I guess. But maybe not really. Still kind of a dick. Um, and he wakes up and he's in the realm in the building layer of the Illuminati. Um, so. You know, there's a scene in the trailer where it's like, uh, Dr. Strange, the Illuminati will see you now. And we got a little taste of uh, Patrick Stewart saying, you know, we should tell him the truth. Um, but it was actually seeing that take place. Where's my fucking? There it is. Um, actually seeing it take place and seeing everyone who came in. It's pretty fucking awesome. This is the part where I was like, I don't want to say anything because I like yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. get anyone excited. But um, so the Illumin- let's talk the Illuminati in the comics. The so Illuminati in the comics is kind of this. They're a more secretive organization. They definitely don't have like a, a lair and a bunch of employees working for them. <laughs> um, but it consists of Professor X, Charles Xavier, Iron Man, Tony Stark, Namor the Submariner, King of Atlantis, Black Bolt, Blackagar Boltagon. Uh, King of the Inhumans, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, and Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four. Um, and they kind of like, they decide some of the major things that happen in the Marvel Universe. Like they kind of like, oh, how should we handle the Kree or the Scroll invasion or whatever? Um, they were the ones who decided to send the Hulk to um, 
out into space because he was too much of a danger, yeah. right? <clears throat> this version of the Illuminati that we see in the show, let's talk about who comes out. First, first Mordo's part of it. Mordo. Lame. <laughs> I mean, well, I, the only reason why he was there is because Dr. Doctor- Strange is dead. Yeah, yeah. he would have been in it for sure. Um, we see Maria Rambo. Um, as Captain Marvel. Which I didn't think they were going to do, but when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so you kind of assume that she was in the test flight that yeah. with Marvel and got the powers, right? Um, then we see Captain Carter, Peggy Carter. Which I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was fine with. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of cool, even though like Captain America was never in the Illuminati and fundamentally would never be in no, the Illuminati. he wouldn't. But Peggy Carter's a different person. She was a spy, First and foremost, you know, so I kind of give that one a pass. Um, then we get to see King of the Inhumans himself, which I was shocked. I didn't. Think I was gonna... shocked indeed. I didn't. But think I were loved do that it. at all. Um, Black with, Bolt with the classic, uh, the uniform. classic suit with the little tuning fork up yeah. on his forehead and the winged armpits. <laughs> um, and it was played by Anson Mount, who played him in the Inhumans TV show. Do you remember that? I never watched it. Um, well, you know, you weren't missing much, Christian. Um, it was pretty bad. Um, here's a little pic of him in his, and you can see he has a similar jacket, but he just, besides that, he looked like a normal dude who didn't talk the whole time. Um, and then, um, Medusa, his wife, who's like his queen, she's supposed to be super powerful and she has like hair powers, has the worst red wig (laughs) in the history of cinema. But not in this show. Black Bolt looked fucking sick. Um, and the little f- flashback scene, you know, to the, dealing with their Doctor Strange, where they basically thought, you know, he had been dealing with the Darkhold and he was going rogue. So he had them kill him. But and, he was still at the point where he knew he had to go. He didn't right. try to fight it. He was right. like, nope, all right, this has got to happen. Yeah. And Black Bolt fucking melted him with his voice. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And just fucking exploded him. That yep. was fucking sick. Um, and then, uh, last but not least, oh no, then we see John Krasinski, Jim from The Office as Mr. Fantastic. Which I was like, hold my, I was like, oh my God, they did what the fans wanted. Yeah. I was, I was like, I, that's one, that's one where I didn't think at all they were going to show. Yeah. I was like, it's, I was like, Fantastic Four is too far along. They're probably haven't casted anyone. And I, I, I did not expect that at all. That's yeah. the one where, like, I, with the, when I saw it the first time, I was, I was elbowing my fiance. I was like, I can't believe it. She's yeah, like, it's what? fucking sick. Like, okay. Um, well, yeah, I think, I think when that was, when, when we saw uh, Rachel McAdams and they were held in like those boxes and stuff, I was, I, I kind of elbowed you. I'm like, is this the fucking Baxter Building? <laughs> you called it right yeah. before she said it. Yeah. yeah. And I was, and I was like, all right. At this point, he's already guessed. And yeah. I just nodded. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting Fantastic Four. It's happening. I didn't think at all, like at all, at all, at all. I did not yeah. expect that. I was, that was exciting. And he looked great. He looked great. I mean, he looked just like all those fan pictures, you know. Teleported in. Teleported yeah. in using like the Doctor Doom portal kind of thing. Yeah. It was fucking sick. And then, last but not least. Freaking Professor X, which they actually did the '90s uh, theme. He comes in in the freaking yellow hover chair, Sir Patrick Stewart himself, and and the best part about it was um, that they did play the '90s uh, cartoon music. There was like, and Danny Elfman, we should say, did all the all the uh, music for this. Yep, who's who. uh, is 
I mean, he. I think he did like. Uh, didn't he do Harry Potter? Yes. Um, and I mean, he he Patrick Stewart in all, all his glory. And he's in the yellow hover chair thing, um, which is fucking amazing. And like, I had the toy of this when I was a small <laughs> child. Um, it was very exciting, and it. Even when we see him do some of his telepathy powers, they had the like the little rings. I loved it. And I, like, so, do, 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 do. I love like, that do, too. Do, like, do, do, do. I, like for anyone who didn't watch the cartoons or read the comics, I'm sure it was kind of like, oh, whatever. But you know, for those of us that did, I was like, that's oh, fucking amazing. I know. The, the the attention to detail on stuff like that is what I really enjoyed. You know. But all is not right. The Illuminati are like, hey, this Doctor Strange is going to fuck our shit up. So. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, and that's the thing, I guess, that we what we learned from the Illuminati is it seems like they do check other universes. Um, I'm assuming that's Reed Richards. I mean, they can't teleport, but I'm assuming they could keep an eye on it. And they pretty much sound like, yeah, um, Doctor Strange's are assholes. Like, yeah. You guys are You guys shit. are always fucking shit up. So, um, <laughs> so they weren't too quick to trust them. Yeah. And then, but then Scarlet Witch shows up. Well, before that, oh, she- uh, Professor X actually shows. Uh, Doctor Strange, what had happened to their Doctor Strange. Right. And, you know, being that he's Professor X while he's in there, I'm sure he rummaged around his mind. And he's able to tell, like, nah, this guy's cool. Like, yeah. He's fine. Like, he's a good dude. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, so uh, Scarlet Witch shows up and imme- immediately – oh, we should say, too, that uh, there, were, there was Ultron robots kind of leading everyone. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's um, it had to have been either their Ant-Man who or – or it was Reed, Reed Richards. Yeah, I would assume it would be a Reed Richards, or you know, um, it, who knows? Maybe Hank Pym is in that universe yeah. and he made it, or whatever. You know, who, who can tell? Um, but they're not psycho robots, which is nice. But they're also not made out of vibranium, so they get fucking <laughs> destroyed real quick. Um, Scarlet Witch shows up and just starts immediately fucking people up. Um, so the first one is uh, Black Bolt. He gets. Well, well, first, what I want to say, and my this is another thing that slightly yeah. bugged me. Right. All right, Reed Richards is the smartest man in uh, at least in in our Reed Richards in six one six is very. Well, smart. Although Professor X did say the, the smartest man on the planet. Yeah, maybe it was maybe it was a dumber universe. You know, I, that was my. They like, did they did uh, go on red and stop on green. That's fair know, on traffic. And had, and had pizza balls. Who would make pizza? Where, yeah. How are you going to grab them well, dirty in your hand? The, be- the best part about pizza is it requires no, you know, napkins or vehicles. Yeah, because you, you, you got the crust. You got the crust. Keeps so, it clean. So maybe you're right. Dumb and, universe. Then got plants maybe. all over their buildings. What's that about? <laughs> but, um, you know, he's, he tells the Scarlet Witch, he's like, oh, don't do anything because Black Bolt here can destroy you. With, with a whisper. With a whisper, which is true. He would have fucking, he's super strong. And then, but like... On Twitter, someone said because someone obviously tweeted like, "You tell me that's the smartest dude who's giving away their best their best <laughs> tactical advantage," but yeah. it was like it was clearly like he did say, "Oh, you you took over an innocent woman's body," and it was it was like a threat to get him or to get her to stop, right? Because they didn't want to kill her. I'm like, that's a fair point, I guess that I didn't think about. Yeah, and and also one of the, I mean, there's several people in the MCU who are. Very intelligent, right? Who end up doing stupid shit, right? <laughs> um, you know, Hank Pym invents Ultron, <laughs> you know, True. Um, or Tony Stark in in the cinematic universe, right? And I think a lot of it comes, or or Doctor Strange for that matter, is very intelligent, 
but then he uses the dark hold <laughs> and fucking you know uh goes evil um so i think a lot of it comes from like a hubris point of view like you know he he's he's trying to play the diplomat like look black bolt could fucking own you just calm down let's talk this out like i could see i could see that happening yeah. you know trying trying that because he yes he's intelligent he's super intelligent but he can also be a little naive when it comes to how fucked up and evil people can be and stuff at at the time right? yeah so yeah she basically does the old matrix trick on his mouth and seals his mouth and then black bull freaks out for a second and says something and blows his own brain out see and this is another part that some people were upset is like he's supposed to like he's immune to his own power it's like well is his skin immune to his own power because if that's the case it did it was immune it didn't come out and it just went back into his brain and fucked him up well and and to be fair too is like um you know, it's not that the back of his skull didn't blast out. So if he is immune to his own power, maybe his vocal thing just reverberated and, and well, scrambled. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, yeah. if it's his skin that protects him, all it had no way of escape. Yeah. Unless it would have come out of his ass or his ears. But <laughs> just, just looks a little <laughs> sonic fart that levels but the entire building. That was definitely one scene where I could imagine parents losing their minds because... There wasn't a whole lot of blood, but it was pretty. It was gory. violent AF. Yeah. yeah, so he gets Black Bolt gets his brain melted. Reed Richards gets like turned into a spaghetti, and then his head and, and then his head pops. Um, uh, Captain Carter gets in a couple good good little hits and stuff. Throws the shield around. She has a cool jetpack, which was yeah. kind of sick. I'm sure like Reed Richards, you know, created that for her or whatever, and. Um, but then she gets cut in half with her sh own shield. And again, you don't see you, you don't see, see it. You don't see, you but see, you know what happens. You see the blood on the shield, but you definitely hear the <laughs> like all the guts files. Like, <laughs> yeah. wow, so like, good. Um, and, and then you know, kids aren't that smart, but they're smart enough to piece that. They're together. smart enough to figure that. Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other problem I, I kind of had with that was was uh, um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel gets a statue dropped on her. Yeah, she wouldn't have died from that. Yeah, she, and, and to be fair, we don't know if she died. Maybe she got knocked out or whatever. That's true. But still, I mean, she flew through Thanos's ship. Yeah, you know, at like you know the speed of light or whatever. Um, so and I just don't, I don't see that stopping her. It would have been cooler if like she, you know, because the Scarlet Witch's powers is she can change reality and bend it to her will, kind of yeah. thing, right? And so um, I think actually it's supposed to be like she changes probability. She but, changes probabil but probability. To they kind of turned it into like the reality stone from the infinity stones. And um, it'd be cooler if she just like vaporized her or something yeah. or overpowered her. So she blew up or something like that. And she, like, she flew up into space to get away to protect Earth and then just supernova. But, uh, you know, Captain Marvel did, you know, did hurt her. Like we yeah. see her limping and, you know, um, yeah. So she definitely fucked her up. So. Yeah, gave her that cool like that T one thousand like yeah, walk link. when she's like walking to chasing after them slowly, just ripping doors open and stuff. Um, then we see Professor X. That was a tough one to watch. <laughs> that was tough. I'll, I'll go the Reed Richards one because I was like, no, like he's not <laughs> he was be, just here. He's not gonna be in the movie. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. he's a variant. He's a variant. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about that for a sec because. Yes, it was cool to see John Krasinski as as Mr. Fantastic. But let's not forget that does not mean he's going to be Mr. Fantastic That's true. in the 
some people movie. were bummed out that it wasn't the original guy from the original movie. And I'm like, dude, I have nothing against his acting. He was fine. I actually liked him as a as a Reed Richards. But right. those movies know. were bad. Yeah. I mean, they were fine for the time, sure. But they even at the time, we were like, oh, this is not great. I just really liked the way Silver Surfer looked. He looked yeah. amazing. But, um, yeah, I mean, right. they could do that again, I guess. Um, yeah, So, d- but that's the thing is it is a variant. So it's okay that all these characters get brutally, brutally murdered. <laughs> um, because it doesn't mean that they can't show up again in our MCU. And it doesn't mean that different people can't play them, too. Like, Patrick Stewart, as awesome as he is as Professor X, there is a very good chance that he won't be Professor X. Yeah, he's getting older. He's Yeah, he's... he's Although, if they keep him in the wheelchair, it's fair. They just roll him yeah, around. just wheel him around. <laughs> just, like, fully automate that thing. But, you know, um, and he's open to it. He has said that, um, you know, he is willing to come back as Professor X um, if the script is right. Um, sadly, he said he's done being... Um, Jean-Luc Picard but that's okay um and so but I you know I think they could recast it and that would be fine too but that's what's so cool about having a multiverse thing is you could literally do anything you want you know what I mean nothing has consequences right like they could have had Robert Downey Jr. come in this one and just get exploded again and everyone be like why did you kill them again that's one thing where I thought for sure they were going to have a variant of uh Tony Stark and that's one that I was slightly starting to believe that it was going to be Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise as as a uh, Tony Stark. But I was like, oh, okay, they didn't do that. And another big shock that I thought for sure, for sure, they were going to show was Submariner. Right. Because he's the one with the movie that's coming up closer. And right, like, At right, least right. they're going to introduce him. But It would be funny if like the after credit scene was he, he just flutters in on, with his ankle wings. And he's like, where is everybody? Just at the end. <laughs> him, him and Sue Storm, and it's like Emily Blunt. They come out of a room and he's and she's like oh, got her hair all frazzled. He's like, they're "What not, I miss?" They're not gonna do that. They're <laughs> not gonna do that. Sub Submariner and Sue Storm. For, for those of you who don't know, they have a a will. They won't. They. He's always Submariner thinks they will. She thinks they won't. He's always been interested. I don't. I've never gotten the vibe yeah. that she was interested. Oh, she likes it. She loves the little wing ankles. Um, and he just wears a speedo all the time. He's like, "Oh, you like my fucking eight pack." Fucking what do you call them? Cum gutters? Cum gutters? Yeah. That's it. it's not what I call them, Christian. It's what they're called. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it helps them swim better, more <laughs> yeah, it's more it's more aquadynamic. <laughs> um uh and then so eventually like Scarlet Witch gets America back to her universe. They find the the dark hold temple on yeah. Mount whatever the fuck. And um, I was like Wonderlust or something. Or yeah, who cares? It's all made up stuff anyway. <laughs> uh, and one of the coolest parts of the movie, I thought, um, well, we do see Doctor Strange fight kind of an evil, sinister Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, who who would cause his world to like kind of fall apart or whatever? What do they call the um, uh, yeah, convergence. Convergence. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Which is going to lead to Secret Wars. Right. Yeah, I think so too. Um, or, you know, some similar circumstance, whatever they call it. Um, and, you know, they have a cool, that cool music magic battle. Which I really liked. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a very interesting way of, you know, showing that some of the different powers that he has. But also it gave Danny Elfman some fucking, some <laughs> playtime. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so then eventually... He's he's stuck in in like that universe. 
Yeah, because they don't have America, so they can't They don't travel. have America, so he can't travel. But he, he does have the Darkhold, right? He, he does, took it from there, yeah, he took Doctor it from Strange. Sinister Doctor Strange. And so he can dreamwalk or whatever back into our universe. And he does that into a, the zombie, into the dead body of the, the first Doctor Strange. Necromancy, baby. Necromancy, <laughs> yeah. And I loved him, first of all, using like the demon ghost things as a cape. Well, yeah, he's getting attacked by these, um, what do you call them? The like damned. wraiths or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so he's like, because um, he was animating the dead, so they were attacking him. And yeah, so he's losing, um, and then um, I guess his girlfriend yeah. is basically says, like, you are the master of the mystic arts. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can do this. And he kind of just sucks them in. And he can't fly. He doesn't have his cape, but he uses them to fly. And that all the visuals of that was so cool. Was so good. And it's, that's that's the one you see in the trailer where he's got like the million arms, like yeah. a bunch of more like demon arms. Or, or yeah, and when he's standing in front of the Scarlet Witch, like for the uh, the little uh, collar, they're the hands, and there's they're all over. And so like, cool. yeah, it was it was fucking great. And then yeah, big CGI battle between the two of them, and um, and then America kind of like. You know, she realizes her powers and stuff and punches the Scarlet Witch. But then eventually the way she beats her is she shows her the, the other version of she shows the the version of her kids that she was trying to, like, you know, steal or whatever. And they're like afraid of her and they see that she's like this monster. And she's like, oh, no, I am a monster. <laughs> no, she's like, I'm not a monster. I'm a mother. <laughs> mother. <laughs> Real motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and so basically. She sees the evil, you know, that she's done, and I loved, I loved Doctor Strange giving kind of like the the go get him tiger speech as a dead zombie with his like mouth hanging off yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That was the best. That was some Sam Raimi shit right oh, there. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, and so then uh, Scarlet Witch kind of collapses the temple on herself, and um, America, you know, saves our Doctor Strange and brings him back to his universe, kind of thing. Um. Then let's talk a little bit about after credit scene. So the first, uh, I guess like it's not the after credits. It's the last scene it's of the mid or the mid credits. Well, there's the one that's just the last scene of the movie where he's walking outside oh, of yeah. his house. Everything's back to normal. He's got a new outlook on life. He's over. What's her face? Rachel McAdams. And he walks down the street, but then he starts like Ugh, freaking out. And then the third eye opens up on his head. Yep. So a lot of people are saying that that's from his use of the dark hold. Um, you know, tainting him or whatever. Which, but it I mean, could—that's that's, kind of what I think it is. But it could be, it could be his use of the eye of Agamotto, which in the comic books I think is that's what gives him that third, third eye, eye sight. So it could be just him self-actualizing some of his other powers. But who knows? Doesn't matter. It. I love. I love how they ended on that, and I kind of wish the movie just ended on that because the scene that the mid-credit scene that comes after diminishes that a little bit where you think oh is he evil or is he hurt it does give it more of a horror ending where right, it's like right 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 that last scare you know yeah but then but then there's mid credit scene he's like doo, 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 doo. i guess i'm okay with a third eye <laughs> and then uh charlie's theron comes out um playing clea right um i think i had a picture of clea somewhere yeah, on i here. saw it. You had it um here we go and she's like she's like Oops. she's like dr strange come with me if you want to live um <laughs> Uh, she's got a convergence that apparently he caused and she needs his help kind of which thing. Which is so, in Dormammu's realm, which is, uh, that's where you see him fight or uh, challenge Dormammu in his realm. 
and I believe she's supposed to be the daughter of Dormammu. She's a niece, I think. Or niece, okay. Yeah, Uncle Dormy. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, I guess yeah, and Dormy would be better than Mamu. I guess. She's also <laughs> she's also been, um, you know, uh, Sorcerer Supreme. She's essentially the Sorcerer Supreme of the Dark Dimension. Mention. And, um, you know, they go on adventures. They eventually marry each other and stuff, too. So um, that's kind of the uh, where Doctor Strange is going to go. I think he's going to go on more multiverse adventures. With well, they Cleo. said he will return. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's going to be back for King. Uh, so yeah, may maybe we'll get a movie in between. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell. Um, and, then, uh, and then the very last scene is uh, Bruce Campbell as uh, Pizza Papa. And I love the him the hand fighting himself like Evil Dead Two, yeah. and he's like, "It's over, it's finally over." And then that's the end. That was a good one. I liked it. Um, oh, we should say what happened to Scarlet Witch. She uh, she brings down the, the yeah uh, the temple on herself. So some people are like, "She's dead." Like she's not she's dead. She's not dead. They did that so you know we we can you know see her come back again, unless you see a brain explode or something like that. You know <laughs> she's not really dead. Um, so what do you think this, what do you think is in the future of like, do you think this really affected the MCU's future or does this kind of strike you as more of a self-contained story? Um, no, I think the fact that they used, um, uh, everything from, uh, WandaVision, yeah. it's definitely going to affect, uh, the future. And I mean, we, we all know it's going to be multidimensional battles. Like, um, I mean, they're just setting up everything. Although I'm a little worried, not worried, but like the space between like when they introduced um, Thanos yep. and Avenger of uh, the Avengers and the arc was like ten years span. Like it took ten. It years. was a long time, yeah. So like I feel like this is getting rushed, and I don't mind having them. I want more movies in between, but I feel like this arc is going to be very, very rushed, which I don't want it to be. But right. I don't know. We'll I don't. See. I don't think it will be because I think you know Kang was originally announced for. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah, Quantumania. Quantumania, yeah. So I think that it is going to be a slower burn than we think. I think maybe some more multidimensional stuff will happen, but I think I think there will be like some sort of more localized threat before that happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hopefully. And hopefully, you know, the X-Men are in there before it happens. But right. I, don't, I mean, the fact that they showed Professor X gives us hope that, you know, soon-ish yeah but, um I, I don't know well i think i think um one thing i can i could kind of foresee happening is um is having a fantastic four movie where we get a doctor doom hopefully and then doctor doom kind of you know he's always up to something exploring something he shouldn't right and i could see him kind of finding more about king and trying to tap into his powers and mistakenly bringing him in. And that's kind of the catalyst, kind of like Loki, yeah. you know, getting the scepter and stuff. So um, I could, I could see that happening. Um, and maybe we have, uh, you know, a, a movie where it is, you know, fantastic four um, and maybe getting some help from someone else fighting Dr. Doom or something. You know what I mean? I just, I just wish they didn't, they hadn't got rid of the doc, uh, the dark hold. Cause it would have been kind of cool to see Dr. Doom with it. Right. Um, because he does use, um, mystic arts as well. So. Right, 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 right. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, but I will say, uh, this has definitely turned me around a little bit on, on the future of the MCU. Cause 
some of those movies, like like I think Shang Chi was probably my favorite of the last three, other than Spider Man, of course. Um, Spider Man, we we all knew it was going to be great um, leading up to it. You know, just all the leaks and stuff. We knew that was going to happen um, because you know they kind of how could it not with all those like cameos and stuff. You know, it's crazy how hard people were going with the leaks on Spider Man, and I feel like there wasn't any leaks for this. I don't know. Well, I think I think part of it too. Um, if you look back at the scene with the Illuminati's, and if you if you do watch it again, um, you can kind of check this out. I don't think they're all in the same room with each other. I think they're comped in for sure. Um, Mister Fantastic, especially, like didn't feel like he was in the room with everyone else. So I think if if you have John Krasinski in a room at Marvel Studios with a green screen around him, just being like, you know, uh, my wife and kids, blah blah blah, I'm stretchy, whatever, like. <laughs> I think I think it's much easier to hide that than it would be with like fucking Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire swinging around on these huge yeah. sets, you know. So, um, I'm fucking stretchy. I'm stretchy. Uh, fantastic. Rhymes with elastic. Whoa. <laughs> um, so I, I I could see that happening, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm interested. I mean, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder looks. Great. Yeah. Well, we yeah we know that's we know that's going to be a good one. Um, Black Panther two. I'm very concerned about. I have no idea. I have no idea because it's this year. It's November. I think. I think whatever we get, we need to be respectful. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, like, don't, don't want to anger them, right? Don't want to anger that crowd. <laughs> I meant more because uh, Chadwick Boseman has passed. I know, and we should be respectful of the movie. Um, but yes, I am concerned not because of him or angering them. It's more of like, um, you know, there's. I, I, I think I, it's concerning because we we haven't heard anything about it. Well, we don't know how they're handling Chadwick's. From what I've demise. read, like there's been like six rewrites or right. six script changes. The, the sister got kicked off the movie, and and then she came back eventually. Oh, she did. Okay, which I I don't know. Did she get vaccinated? Is she not? Doesn't matter. Who I knows? guess. Um, I mean, it kind of matters. I mean, it get vaccinated. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I've I, I yeah, I'm, know. I'm concerned. And and then I, you know, yeah. And then Namor's getting introduced in it, and he's one of my favorite characters. And I just I hope they do him right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So anyway, well, it's a Mexican actor, so you can't hate him, or else you're racist. No, it's okay. No, that, that, that's the rules. I always thought of I always thought of him as Asian, though. He just you know. Like, like I've, I've said it before, but that Brian Yee guy, Brian, Brian Yee, I think that's his name or Brian Z, something like that. That's the villain from the Wolverine movie. He's uh, the villain from too fast, too furious okay. or no, not too fast, too furious. Tokyo drift. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That guy, he, with the eyebrows is the main thing. You know, he, Namor's always got those fucking like triangle <laughs> eyebrows. Um, I thought he would have been good. He's a little too old now, but. I hope it's good, man. Um, but I, I will say, if you're going to try, if you're still undecided on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and you listen to all those spoilers and still aren't sure, I would go see it. Oh yeah, it was dope. Go see it. It's, I want to see it for four DX. Yes, I think that would be an amazing thing. Um, but I'm excited for the Marvel Cinematic. What where it goes next? Let us know what you guys thought of the movie, and uh, if if we missed anything that. Um, that you guys caught like little Easter eggs and stuff. We'd love hearing those, throw those down in the comments while you're down there, like, and subscribe, click the little bell icon to get notified when new YouTubes come out. 
But if you're on the old Apple podcast or Stitcher or what have you, they should just let you know. They'll be like, hey, guys, listen to the new podcast. Come on. Also, if you guys found San Raimi's brother, I couldn't find him. I was looking because he always puts his brother in everything. Oh, yeah. His car was in it. The, the car that's in all of his movies. Oh, really? Yeah, the Evil Dead car. I forget what it is. I think it's like a Buick or something. Um, it was one of the cars floating in the... In the I was looking universe. for his brother. I couldn't find him. Bruce Campbell was just obviously right there. Right, but. exactly. Um, but yeah, let us know. Leave us a time slot down at the bottom so we can tell. Um, and while you're down there, check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Help uh, support the show. And thank you to all the patrons who already support it. We do appreciate you guys. You guys make the show possible we do appreciate it christian thanks as always for watching 4dx yeah man i'm fucking down i I do want to see it again in theaters it was great and to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends this is nerds with friends thank you and good night Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now